Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Dowd, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store today on the show. From Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams is here. You guys, y'all know her. She's a Grammy Award-winning recording artist and an actor from all of our favorite girl groups, Destiny's Child. Am I right? I mean, it was Destiny's Child and Dixie Chicks for me, everybody. Most recently, she appeared as the butterfly on Fox's hit series, The Masked Singer, which is awesome. She has solo albums. She's been on Broadway. She's just incredible. And her new book is called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. It is out tomorrow. And I really enjoy Michelle Williams, y'all. I mean, we knew from a distance we'd love her, but up close, even better. Absolutely even better. So here's my conversation with Michelle Williams. Michelle, thank you for being on That Sounds Fun, for starters. What a treat. Well, first of all, it's a treat for me to be talking to you. Uh, as soon as they said your name, I said, are y'all kidding? Like, y'all, y'all sh- matter of fact, y'all should have just put it on the schedule. You, you shouldn't even ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That is a huge honor. I just am going to jump into the book because the basis of my questions are yeah. all around what I got to read and checking in. Michelle, it's very interesting when people who are already have a public life choose to write a book because so much of your story, we can see so much by Googling, Mm. right? And just by living on the planet the last 20 years of you being a public person. Yes, ma'am. Why go deeper into a book? Why not let it go, especially about depression? Why Why did it have to be a book? Because I had, I was already talking about it since like 2012. Mm-hmm. And then when so much of my life was public mm-hmm. in 2018, I was like, let me do this to make impact. Let me also do this for the nosy people. Right. And because it's some, it's it, the topic of depression is definitely talked about more. Yeah. And I said, if I can lend, my experience with it, if I can lend um, the joy of what I'm overcoming as it relates to depression, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to continue talking about it. And, you know, we show, I've showed my highlight reel on Instagram, but this book, you get the real deal. You get the real deal. You yeah. really do. So for I'm thinking about my friends listening who have a story they want to tell, whether it's a story about depression or of loss Mm -hmm. or something. And as I was reading your book, I thought, was Michelle ready to do this or was the timing right? Did you, did you feel ready? Were you like, I've got all the answers. Here we go. Or was it just like, nope, this is the right time. I'm going to write. Was I ready? I probably wouldn't have ever wrote the book if I'm like, you know, there's certain things who says there's a few things people don't ever say they're ready, uh-huh. for me, which is marriage, children, Kids, yeah, <laughs> and telling, telling it at, but I just, mm. I think it was time. The season yeah. was right. Yeah. And in 2019, I was, it was, some of the pain was fresh mm-hmm. and I said, told Holly Cross, I said, girl, let's get this down. Let's get it right now while yes. it's fresh. Yes. You know, and so from then into 2020, still writing. Um, and they let me slide a few things in current. In oh, I loved that, that you talked all about the pandemic. 
Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, I get to talk about that? And then I was able to write a dedication to my father. I just mm-hmm. lost him at the end of 2020. And yeah. so, you know, this book was supposed to be going to print. I was like, wait a minute, I need to make some changes. Yeah. I did not know about your father. I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. He, you know, he'd been ill for a number of years. And you talking about ready mm. and timing. Mm-hmm. He was ready. Yeah. He was ready. So we have no doubt that I know where he is. And I think that's what helped me because I was like, wait a minute now, is this going to make me spiral Mm. down? Yeah. And how he transitioned. My mother was singing these beautiful hymns to him. Now, she didn't know he was transitioning at that moment. But within a few hours, he was gone. Wow. So I was like, mama, (laughs) you sang him into heaven. That's right. (laughs) From one angel to another, just sending you straight up. Yeah. But then I, no. I threw I threw a joke in there. I said, Mama, no wonder why he gone. You were singing to him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Checked out too. Right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> he was like, look at he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm going. I'm going now. No, she yeah, it was it was so tender and so sweet. Yeah. So they've been married 46 years. So wow. it was right for her to have that moment at, and mm. as her as his caregiver it was right for them to have that tender moment that yeah. last moment together yeah. mm-hmm. what's it feel like as a single woman uh mm-hmm. you're unmarried currently as far as the public knows maybe there's a secret we haven't you haven't told us girl listen <laughs> i read to the very end because i needed to know about chad <laughs> Listen, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a secret. Sister, okay. me too. I'm going to go from zero to hero in front of everybody. They're not going to see any in the middle. <laughs> what I tell you, you might not see it until I'm four kids in. <laughs> um, um, and that was the lesson. Mm. That was a lesson. That really? was a lesson. And I talk about it in the book. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share this portion. We had no business doing what we did mm. publicly like that. Really? While y'all were still engaged. For people who don't know, y'all had a reality show during your engagement, you and Chad. Yeah. 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 We had a reality show during our engagement. And it was supposed to be about the journey down to the altar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, production comes in and so many other opinions and how this will sell, this won't, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And it was a hot mess, Annie. It was a hot boiling mess. It's the worst thing I've ever done in my career. Wow. Yeah. I, and I'm still friends with the producer. Yeah. But it was the worst thing I've ever done in my entire 21-year career. Because of what ended up happening in your life because of it? Now, um, that and just like, when you look back, what were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> we, did, we didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but what happened was when we became public that we were just together, period, Annie, so many people were encouraged by our story mm-hmm. because I'm a woman in my late 30s. Mm-hmm. He's finna hit 40. And it was encouraging to people like, oh, I still have a chance. Yes. Because you're told after about age 25. <laughs> Especially in Christendom, huh? And if you get past 35, you're right. in the danger zone. Right, right. Lord, I don't want to be 60 <laughs> um, before you bless me. Yeah. Right. Right. But we would have said we didn't want to be 40 either. Right. We would have thought I wouldn't survive this. Could you imagine 
Like I wrote it down. I said, okay, by 25, I'm going to be married. Mm-hmm. By 27, I'm going to have my first child. Same math. I wrote it down. Yep. I don't know. Now looking back, I'd rather be 41. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my story. I wouldn't yeah. trade my story for anything. Yeah. I, I want, I'd love for you to talk about one of the things that happens, a theme kind of in the book is at the beginning, you're talking about uh, Miss Tina, Beyonce's mom, and what a gift mm-hmm. she was to you and how mm-hmm. and who you surround yourself with. And then you end the book talking about at that season with you and Chad, where you're like, if y'all are not careful who you surround yourself with. So you've experienced really both sides of like, man, Sometimes people speak into my life that are not healthy. And I've also experienced people speaking into my life who are. How are you doing it? How'd you figure out how to do it in a healthy way again? And it's so funny because that is a conversation that he and I had. Mm. Um, Chad and I had was like, yo, we didn't surround ourselves with the right people. Mm. I think we were surrounding ourselves with people that looked good for Instagram. Oh, wow. Versus the seasoned, wise people that would have said, yeah, I don't think y'all should do this. Wow. Sit down, get married, have a couple years in. Mm -hmm. If the Lord releases you to share, Mm -hmm. then, you know, but... We had no business trying to do master classes on TV. That was yeah. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> fun to watch, though. I hate. I I don't know if that helps or hurts, but it was a good. It show was a. To it, watch. It, I look back now. There were moments in the show where there they were moments where he and I knew, like, oh, mm. and it be, and some of those one of those moments it became a storyline and was very damaging because the reason why we didn't have a wedding date was because I kept calling off the engagement. Yeah. So yeah, we had did. this, we yeah. had this line, we had this thing we'd say, like, well, if we had a wedding date, but they thought it was Chad. No, Chad was like, every time we set a date or every time we think Michelle be tripping. Mm. And so it wasn't his fault why we didn't have a wedding date. He was like, yo, is she gonna continue with her foot on the gas and the brake? Or mm-hmm. you know, I, in the relationship, I did the uh, come close, stay away, come yeah, close, stay away. Yeah. And we do that sometimes when we feel like we're undeserved, undeserving of love. You can't believe it's real. Mm-hmm. Depression, all, all of those things that, that I was going through, you know, even at the top of the engagement, my best friend was like, girl, aren't you looking at venues yet? I was like, Amira, I've only been engaged two weeks, but she kind of noticed that I wasn't like, oh, girl, we got to go get our dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so I, I wonder, one of the things you write about is how much the words in your head and the things you say to yourself play out. Yep. And you even said in the book that there were times where you were saying, we're never going to make it to the altar. We're never going to make it to the altar. How, how powerful is that? I mean, how powerful is, are the words that you say to yourself? You know what? I, I just saw something today. And it said negative thought. I believed it so deeply, it became real. Mm-hmm. A positive thought. I believed it so deeply, it became real. Wow. I believed the negative thoughts and the lies so much that it became real. Fast forward to this retreat that I went to in a small town um, in North Carolina called Hit Night. And they were sharing with us about unmet needs, emotional needs. And when you don't have certain needs met as a child, those symptoms manifest in the adulthood. Mm. 
But Denise Boggs is her name. She would have us even take it a step further and say, now, because of the unmet need of affirmation growing up or affection growing up, what was the lie that you believed not having that need met? So I I I believed I wasn't valuable, that Mm -hmm. I wasn't lovable, I wasn't seen, all of these things. Now, a man don't want to have to fight through all that. Mm -hmm. He put a ring on my finger. So he saw me as valuable. He saw me as, he loved me. But I believe the opposite. Wow. And so your beliefs went out. Yeah. For for the time, for as far as we know to the time. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that, you know, one of the things you probably see us too, but I see some of our friends online talk about manifesting things and creating Mm -hmm. things. I'm not sure that's totally in line with scripture, but it sounds like what you're saying is what you think about your words have the power of life and death. So how do we match those? That's Proverbs 18, 21. Yeah. Will you talk about that, that, that this isn't like a new agey thing. This is actually what scripture says. It's what scripture talks about. Um, There are so many scriptures as it relates to um, the mouth Mm. and what we say. I mean, let's go, like we said, we were just talking about Proverbs 18, 21. Words kill, words give life. Mm -hmm. They're either either poison or fruit you choose. That's the message version. You know what I mean? And so... Um, I've been really studying that. I actually have that scripture written on my mirror. Do you? About words. Mm-hmm. We do, I think, when you just sit and marinate in the negative. I mean, Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about how we are Ooh. automatically drawn like magnets to the negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have to work ourselves up to believe and think positively. Like, yes. why is that? Yes. Yes. And the int- I think it's so interesting because probably your your youth group upbringing parts were like this for you too. But when people taught me about the words, how the power of life and death, it was about not being a mean girl and not mm-hmm. what I said to other people. And I feel like we've, we've missed the chance to say to people, so you and I are saying it now, like that works when you look in the mirror. Yeah. Your words have yep. the power of life and death over your own life. So what are you yep. saying to yourself? So how do you change your thinking, Michelle? How did you... How did you shift all this? I mean, it's taken you so much work it, with a counselor and with pastors. Like, how, how do you get to where you're choosing positive? I mean, because I remember I was reminded of the words I spoke as a young girl. Sometimes you, we think we're going to be talking out the side of our mouth. Mm-hmm. Our environment matters. That's first. And I feel like my uncle, he inspired me so much. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I remember you know, saying, I'm going to, I want to live here one day. I want this kind of a house, right? Fast forward past 20 years later, I buy a home in his same zip code. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Won't you do? Well done. Okay. Right? So we have, can you imagine? I didn't live in the finest neighborhood growing up, but someone took me there. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is possible. I want this kind of a house. Mm-hmm. So what do you now, You what do you have to do? You got to put yourself in the right environments and in the right doors mm-hmm. and go to school or whatever it is, become an entrepreneur, whatever, and, and work hard. But it happened. But mm-hmm. I remember I said it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember saying, I'm never going to make it down the aisle. That 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 is wild to me, that how you I wrote about it. that. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. And and there was a young um, fellow, very popular rapper who died 
um, in 2020, 2019. And I was listening to his lyrics and his lyrics always spoke mm. that he's not going to live to see the age of 21. Oh my gosh. No way. So what happened? Right. I mean, at I, the age of 21. Yes. Just what, about a year or two ago, he passed away. Wow. I'm not going to speak death or, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't even play with that stuff. I don't even, you I don't, know. if I I'm say like, like what, what's going to happen after I die, I usually say like, if I get scooped up by a pterodactyl, cause that's not an option. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not talking about a bus accident. I'm not talking about a car accident. I'm talking about a pterodactyl. <laughs> I don't know if this is just churchy, but just last week I was visiting um, some friends of mine. They were doing a taping and they had an open parking spot left. And so she was like, oh, no, 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 park right here, park right here. It was a handicap spot. I huh. said, you want me? I pulled around to the back and drove to the back and parked next to a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying I'm trash, but yeah. I'm not handicapped. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm right. not parking in no handicap spot. Right. Could right. you imagine me getting comfortable pulling up? Now, no shade to those who, who pull up to a handicap spot. My sure. mother does. Yeah. But I, I'm able, like you said. Right. I'm able right now. Right. I'm I'm not gonna be doing stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna speak that. I'm not gonna, you know, no, I'm not doing it. Now, now, should I now? Ooh, should I park in the expected mother spot? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, now I'm gonna start parking for the life that I want, not the life that I have. <laughs> The life that you want. So y'all, y'all parking those expected. Yeah, that'll spots. go over great. That'll go over great. <laughs> okay, so Michelle, then I think about okay, the people who had a marriage breakup, who are handicapped, who do not have the life that they want. And they're like, Well, I I thought I was saying all the right things. I thought I was praying all the right things. How do you balance that part where Jesus says, Not my will, but yours be done, that we live we'll be, on a we'll fallen planet? Like, how do you balance that with the power of our words? You know, and that sometimes that's the scripture. That's a word. That's a prayer I'm scared to say. Oh, that's Lord. one of my favorite things you wrote about was when you're afraid, when you're afraid to talk to God. I thought that was so yeah. honest. The, some of those, some of those things I'm like, I know it's in the Bible, but mm-hmm. I don't want to say that because I want my will. I want the things that I pray for mm-hmm. to come to pass. Because if I say like, even when my, even when we kind of knew my dad was going to pass, and people say, well, Lord, your will. I'm like, no. Yeah. I want him to be here to see me walk down the aisle one day. Yeah. Now, my dad, he was like, I tried. You, you, <laughs> y'all said wedding date. I tried. I, I did. I stuck around, honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, those those prayers. But, and I, I don't think God minds if I'm like, all right, Lord, now I guess it's. Not my will, your will be done. I, mm. I I normally come to you with confidence and expectancy, but you know my heart. You already know that I do trust you because mm. your track record, mm. I look back at the track record. So I can trust God and I can trust that he's always going to do what is best yes. for me. Yeah. So that's why I can be like, all right, yes, your will be done because your track record shows it's the track record for me. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to read you one of your own quotes. I hope that's not annoying. Mm-mm. You said, maybe you're afraid to feel close to God because if you were to get honest with God and check in with God, you might yeah. hear him say something you don't want to hear. You might. Ooh. Ooh. Has that been true for I mean, that's for sure been yes. true for me. Yes. So you be like, Lord, give me a sign. 
Lord, if this job, if this relationship is meant for me, Lord, or let, let's assert, Lord, I, Lord, it's the conversation I've been waiting on to happen. Mm-hmm. Then you have this conversation with the boss, with a friend that you want to take it to the next level. And then they say, yeah, we're going to go in another direction. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're afraid, you know, because you don't want to hear those things. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, it's like, well, but it's always, you know, God, I need you to come down in an Adidas tracksuit with a Kango, <laughs> Adidas shoes <laughs> to show me it's real. That's right. Hey, friends, just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners, KiwiCo. Even though I loved my time in the classroom as a teacher when I was teaching elementary school, you know my students and I always counted down to the last day of school and celebrated big that we had made it. I bet there are kiddos in your life or in your house who are doing the same. With summer break on the horizon, why not gift your mini BFF some super cool STEAM projects, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math to celebrate the end of the school year. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. Not long ago, I got to gift a crate to a mini BFF who was recovering from a broken leg. It helped her have something interactive and creative to do while she couldn't be up and moving around. It was this darling little felt succulent garden that ended up being so cute and she was so proud of herself. KiwiCo literally does all the legwork for you, so you're freed up to spend more quality time tackling projects together. Everything is shipped right to your door and there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. But truly, the best part is seeing the kiddos' confidence grow as they learn and create and have so much fun doing it. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or a kid at heart every month. So get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code that sounds fun at kiwico.com. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Michelle. That's right. I mean, I need you to know, Michelle, last night I got in the car after a dinner and I, Marco Polo, my two best friends, and I said, I need to tell you what I prayed this morning before I tell you how bad this went. Because this morning I said to the Lord, close the door if you want to close the door. And I'll just have to, I'm just here to testify. (laughs) He closed the door. But you don't like it, right? You don't like it because your will is not, my will is not the same as what ended up happening. Yeah. And so it yeah. feels like your story shows that over and over again, that that your life handed you something different than you thought you were going to get. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Or, I mean, moments of, I, I thought I was going to school to be a forensic psychologist or a <laughs> Before Destiny's Child? But yeah, I was, yeah, I was in college, yeah. majoring in criminal justice. And, you know, it just seemed like... I don't know, Annie. I felt like I knew I was always going to be successful. I just didn't know to what capacity. Mm. I just, sometimes you you have a feeling, mm. you know? And it's like, I always want to hold on to that feeling that even through pain, you know, things are going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I, I had some pain in my childhood, some pain in my teenage years, pain in my adult, you know, but things always worked out. They work out you know, for your good. They really, really do. And they I think really do. The, even when, even when I'm the cause of some of it. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs to hear that, that even the pain that you cause in your own life, 
God will use it if you want him to. Yeah. Yeah. If you want him to, you know. Yeah, if you want him to. Michelle, when when so much of your life is public and people are only seeing the beginning and the middle of the story, we don't know the end of the yeah. story about what happens with you get married, have a kids. We don't know the end of the story with your singing career. We don't know the end of the story with this book. We don't, yeah. All we yeah, know is the beginning so and the middle. How, how do you reconcile it in yourself? <laughs> like, what, what are you saying to yourself? What's the life you're saying over yourself while publicly people are only seeing the beginning and the middle of stories? I mean, I have a board and I just get up and I just speak. I was like, God, I'm I'm just so thankful that mm. you're using me to lead millions of people to Christ. Yeah. My ministry is starting. I'm walking bold. I also pray for my family daily that their uh, careers and ministries, whatever God, whatever you have for them, that they're thriving. Mm. You know, I just speak it every single day. I, 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 we have to, we have to, and I think I'm speaking things that are in alignment with what I believe with what he wants me to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then it just, there's just a little more peace that, you know, God ends it the way he that is best, even if the world doesn't see that yet. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm no longer competing or doing mm. what I feel like the world thinks I should be doing a what they think I should have or who they think I should be hanging around with. Wow. I, I'm not doing that. I haven't done that in a long time. That just has to be such a challenge for, a, a challenge in your mind because so many people know you for Destiny's Child and think they have mm-hmm. all these thoughts around what happened with Destiny's Child. And you're going like, y'all don't know. That's why you wrote it. But you're also like, y'all don't know all this. Y'all have all these thoughts yeah. about my life. They have all the thoughts about my life, my relationships. I'll say it publicly because Kelly made it public. I mean, she made it public that we were on Zoom watching her give birth. Yeah. Second baby. I mean, <laughs> everything's up in the air. Like, oh, wow. my gosh. You saw the whole thing. I know. She, she, okay. Come on out, <laughs> Noah. Come on out. <laughs> the baby's name is Noah, right? <sighs> so they think they just know. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm just reminded, you know, uh, there's certain parts that everybody, you know, shouldn't be privy to, or I just want to protect it, but I don't mm. want to compete with what the world thinks I should be doing. Wow. I, I just can't do it. I mean, that feels so true for all of our lives. I'm thinking of our friends listening who are like, yeah, I feel competitive with the other moms at the pool. I feel competitive with the other pastors in our town. I feel competitive. So so what can you, what can we do? Talk, talk me through the process of getting out of that hamster wheel and into freedom so that your ministry is running so fast like it's doing now. I feel like, you know, insecurity plays a big part. When you talk about the mom who's competing with the the other somebody at the pool, you know, everybody's talking about their, you know, honey, their bags and Mm. shoes and um, like... For what? Let's talk about purpose. I don't want to talk about purses. I want to talk about purpose. You know, so that's how I don't even get involved in, in the, those competitive talks. It's, it's, I'm I'm not saying that if me and my girlfriend happen to, we browse and we see something in the window, be like, oh, that's amazing. Well, you want to go get it? Well, let me look and make sure it's something I should do. (laughs) And then that's it. Right. But it's not a one up. Let me one up you. Mm. Let me. No, it's none of that. And that's why I'm saying, you know, checking in with others. Who are the people that are in your life? I don't have a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. But the mm-hmm. ones that I do have, we edify each other. We encourage each other. We love to eat. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I'm like, whoever is my friend, you got to want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me where you live. I don't know what city you're in. I'm in Atlanta. Oh my gosh, we're so close. That's right. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. You know, there's good food here. There's good oh, food yeah. in Nashville. Yes. What, you how'd know? you end up in Atlanta? So I ended up in Atlanta at the end of 2018 when everything kind of went downhill for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up here in Atlanta, um, some of the best care that I've been getting here. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it was time for me to go. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so now you're a Braves fan, Falcons fan? Um, Not yet, not yet. <laughs> You know, I'm a Chicago girl. I'm from the Chicago area, uh-huh. so I'm still a Bulls fan. Okay. I'm still a Bears girl, so okay. faithful to the end. That's fine. You we'll know. survive that. You know, I grew up in Marietta. That's where I'm from. Oh, nice. Yeah, so all my okay. people are there. Marietta, Smyrna, that part of So, Atlanta. yep, so um, my very, very close cousin, she's a sister cousin there yeah. in Smyrna. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's a great place. I feel like there's a... There is a thing there that helps you be free to be you. I see a lot of my friends not feeling competitive, feeling like we can, we can all run our own lanes. Absolutely. You know, and I think I felt that way so from Atlanta. And then I kind of, I, I was actually in a small village outside my hometown called Roscoe, Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's close to Rockford. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with Rockford, Illinois, or, or some ministries there. Yeah, I, I, I know a couple of churches I like in Rockford. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So City First was one of the... Uh, yeah. The, yep, so yeah. I loved living there. Yeah. Because it wasn't competitive. It, mm-hmm. You know, when I go to L.A., I just get anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I lived in L.A. for a while, and it was always, I always felt like, okay, well, I'm here. I got to do this meeting. I got to go sell myself. I got to let them know mm-hmm. that I'm worth the call. And mm-hmm. I don't do that here. I yeah. I didn't do that in Illinois. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I move better. I have more success, you know, when I don't feel like I'm in a sea of competition. And Not all, that I can't compete. Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm calling you out, everybody. I can be there. <laughs> but I can be in the middle of is, it. This is what's working for yeah. me. You know. So much in checking in the book, it, it is about the depression you've wrestled with for so long. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about how you, you write about a lot, but I want our friends listening to hear you say just a piece of that story. How did you decide to go? The first time you talked about publicly, it was kind of an accident. Yes, yes. I was talking to a journalist who is with the Associated Press. I was promoting a Broadway show. Yeah. (laughs) And somehow in that moment, I don't know what, matter of fact, I need to go look up that interview and see what happened. Yeah. Uh, But I, I think I said something like, yeah, you know, I, I was struggling with depression last year or mm-hmm. something similar mm-hmm. like that. Because I just remember when I was promoting that musical, I just remember the year prior how I was in the bed, couldn't yeah. get up, yeah, you know, couldn't do or want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember in that moment saying, the world kept going, the earth did not stop. And wow. that was kind of my, my wake up call, like, you got to get up. And then I detailed the hospitalization in 2018 in that moment in my home. I just, I just, I didn't feel safe with myself. And I'm a homebody. Yeah. I love being home. Yeah. So for me to say I didn't feel safe just with me, mm-hmm. 
you know, I didn't necessarily have a plan of suicide at that time, but I was like, the fact that you're even thinking about it again, you need to go check in. Wow. I mean, that just takes an immense amount of courage. So hear me say that. That takes immense courage. Thank you, Annie. At that point, I said, I I don't want this anymore. I've got to figure this out. And so I didn't care that someone, I, I didn't, at that point, I was like, well, at least one person is going to know who I am. At least one. But I can't care. Yeah. But I didn't think that, that it would get out. Now. Someone told. I'm angry about it. Somebody told it. So I had to practically get in front of it and tell it myself first. Right. Because they were going to tell it anyway. Whether right. they had confirmation or not. They had confirmation that I was there. Yeah. But they were just trying to give us a nice courtesy call that, hey, we've got information of what Michelle is going through and where she is. Mm -hmm. Can you confirm or deny? So it's like, well, I've been, I was talking about it by that point, that was 2018. I've been sharing about it publicly and privately for six years. Yeah. So I said, well, in the statement, I said, well, let me do what I've been telling people to do, which is to get help. Mm. And that's what I did. I would have been eventually told it maybe. I just wasn't yeah. ready to tell it then. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps people from getting help, especially if you're high profile in the church or in, on your job, because you're just like, well, are people going to find out? Or in a small town, right? Yeah, or I feel like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Or you feel like you can't go get your crawfish because people going to be looking at you like, oh, you're crazy. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, calling people that, you know, are battling with their mental health crazy is not crazy. We all have a mental health. That's right. All, just That's like right. I have, we have heart health, physical yep. health. Yeah. But mental health. Yeah. And so people, we we've done, we've done, we've done people horribly wrong mm. that have been suffering, whether you're bipolar, have, have depression, or or we've told people, you must be watching horror films. <laughs> that must be demonic, or you must be in sin. Come on out. Right, right. You know, you know, all of that rhetoric. I mean, I was I sat in a church service in 2018, a few months after my hospitalization, and the minister said, "You're not depressed. You just need deliverance." <gasps> oh gosh, yeah. And I was like, "Man, was I, I? I felt attacked." But I was like, "I know, I know, he ain't that bold in that pulpit mm-hmm. to do me like that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's what that, those were the words he said. Gosh, I mean, that we just. Our words have the power of life and death all the time. I mean, and out here I am sitting there because I knew every a lot of people knew at that moment that I just got out the hospital. Yeah. And I come to church for healing or to be amongst in fellowship. Yeah. And then to hear somebody say that you're like, you know what? This guy is ignorant. Right. Will you talk a little bit about what, what you're willing to share about the hospitalization time? Like what, what happens in there that helps you heal? I looked at so many people who are souls, mm. there is uh, two people in there close to 80 years old. Wow. One woman was in there because I think she, she had a breakdown. Uh, someone that she considered like a son to her took all their money. Mm. So she just lost it. Yeah. Just. One guy, and let me tell you, these are stories, and nobody was living in sin. Mm. One guy hadn't, He's almost 80 years old and has been without a leg since he was like 17 years old. Wow. 
One moment he looked down for the first time and realized he didn't have a leg. <laughs> Lost it. Wow. You just never know. Now, I'm not saying that the, there wasn't something compounding. That sure, baby, sure, sure. Of course. All right. Yeah. yeah. There was a young woman in there. Her father's a neurosurgeon. He works with the brain. Wow. She's in there. Mm -hmm. There was a woman who uh, was a nurse, got addicted to some medication. She was in there. And so for me, it was like all of us in here, our souls, we're human. Take off all the labels. Take Mm -hmm. off, you know, we are all the same. I was even in there. The Lord had me sing hymns to the older woman. Oh my God, I'm like, you You really going to use me in this mental health facility? Man, that that'll, that'll preach uh, that the Lord will use you in, in the place where you are the lowest. The Lord may still say, can you do one thing for me real quick? Can you do one thing? Yeah. And I was like, wow. I was able to, you know, bit by bit pick myself up. Mm-hmm. You know, there is better. And I'm, I don't want to say... I I do feel like there were some people in there whose circumstances looked way worse than mine. Hmm. That's the hard part, right? Is everybody thinks, well, she looks like she's got it all together. He looks like he's doing fine. Look at the car, look at the house, look at the history. Yeah. You're like, man, we we do not know what's going on in each other's heads. We don't, you know, person struggling, you know, with identity, you know, it was there. I, it was. It was just so many people, and I was like, "Gosh, you're showing me humanity. You're showing me people's hearts and souls. They were so sweet and tender. Mm-hmm. It just needed some help." Yeah, you know. So at the same time, but so Dr. Anita Phillips, um, she is a therapist. I love uh, her. She's so bad. She said. <laughs> She said, prayer is a weapon, therapy is strategy. Prayer is a weapon, therapy is strategy. That's so good. Because people will make you feel like you're not trusting in mm-hmm. Jesus to go to therapy. Right. Well, the Lord, just like he gave a doctor the healing hands or a brain surgeon, a heart surgeon, a family practitioner, obstetrician, mm-hmm. gynecologist to bring children into the world. He also, there are people who he made to be a psychiatrist, a psychologist, mm-hmm. a licensed clinical social. Why do we put them over there, but other medicine over here? Yeah. Oh, it's good. As long as you get your heart checked, your diabetes checked, all of that, you're good. Mm-hmm. But we put mental health care over there somewhere. Oh, I, I say all the time, like, you'll pay to go to the gym. You'll tithe at your church, but you, you won't pay it. for counseling? Like you're putting every other piece of your healthy life. You're willing to invest in that. But then counseling, don't tell anybody. Yep. Come on. You did. Yeah. That's right. That's so good. And and Mm -hmm. tell me how in after 2020, you're trapped in your house (laughs) by Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. and you are still trying to keep your mental health on the healthy, as healthy as you can. Mm -hmm. How do you feel now halfway through 2021 where, what are the steps? Where are you now? Mm-hmm. So much growth. I'm in therapy every single week, fitness, mm-hmm. ministry, 
That's what I was doing when I got to Atlanta. All I was doing was going to church, workout, going to therapy, going to church, workout, go to therapy with little Popeye's chicken on the side. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> okay. Listen, I love Popeye's. We we love Popeye's so much. Listen, anyway, um, they gave us chicken for life cards. Uh-uh. Um, years ago and I don't I can't find that card I need you to find that card (laughs) that is such a rarity on the planet the idea that you I mean I'm trying not to call on your bougie Destiny's Child Life but if you lost a card they got you free chicken forever Michelle you know what but had I found it the plan was to give it to an organization oh you're so nice you're so much nicer than me it's just me I'm just gonna (laughs) get a two piece I can pay for a two piece but what about that organization? That's you know, right. the okay. homeless or whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was like, all right, that's okay. crazy to have a, you know. Now, if I was married with like eight kids, I'd yeah. be like, yo, who's in this card? card? Where's that card? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, no, so you just been really focusing. Just, just yeah. doing, focusing and doing the work. And as much as I don't like routine, you know, consistency can be boring. Mm-hmm. You're doing the same, but it's working. Yeah. And even every morning I get up, I, I have my warm cup of coffee, even though I'm trying to find a caffeine alternative. Oh, boy. I love coffee. It just is just such one a good cup. Coffee. I only do one cup oh. per day. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. I just do one cup per day. And I got to drink more water. But <laughs> We're going through your health checks. Michelle, I'm going to need you to keep drinking more water. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to find that Popeye's card. That's what I'm going to need you to do. Find that Popeye's card. Because you drink more water, you can flush out that cholesterol. That's right. That's right. I'm just playing. We're not. We're not licensed medical professionals <laughs> oh, to be saying you. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Thank so you. I gotta say that water thank is you. not gonna flush out cholesterol. Thank you. I've eaten Popeyes. <laughs> Hey, friends, just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners, Rothy's. I know y'all have very full lives and busy schedules. You know I do, too. So let me tell you one thing that none of us have time for, and that's uncomfortable shoes. That's where Rothy's comes in. Rothy's surveyed thousands of customers, and the number one word used to describe their shoes is comfy. Their unique, seamless design is ridiculously comfortable the moment you put them on. And they're made from recycled plastic water bottles, which I think is the absolute coolest thing. I have, as you know, the Camo Cat sneakers from Rothy's, and they're just the perfect combo of comfortable and cute. I get compliments every single time I wear them. Rothy's has so many styles, colors, and prints to choose from, so they're a perfect way to add some comfort and style to your closet. Who better to tell you about how comfortable Rothy's are than some of their real customers? Lisa L. says, these shoes are like walking on clouds. And Julie A. says, there's no break-in period, no blisters, just pure comfort. After my recent blister mishap, Julie's words are really speaking to me. Upgrade your closet with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash sounds fun to find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun. And now back to finish our conversation with Michelle. Oh, we have got to sit at the same table someday very soon. This is too good. <laughs> You're making me want to get on 75 and head that way right now. Come just so on. we don't have to quit. Um, Come you, on. Have you felt like Atlanta was good for your mental health? Yes. That's why I that's why I don't feel led to move anywhere else right now. Yeah. I I'll live here 
forever if I have to. Yeah. Now I do want my I do want my uh I do want a lake house mm-hmm. somewhere. Okay. You know, I do want I do want another little something, something somewhere. So yeah. we'll see. Like, Lord, you heard that prayer. Now I'm not gonna say your will be done. Can I not? Can you yeah? Can you <laughs> can, can you, you hear my will? <laughs> can you hear my will and hook a sister? Are you are house. you beach or lake? You want lake house, not a beach house? Lake house. Beach okay. house is fine. Um, just I just love to see water. Yeah. I can see water. Have you been I'll up be to any okay. of the North Georgia mountain lakes yet? Yes. Yeah, all those North Georgia lakes are beautiful. You're like, you're literally two hours from a pile of lakes yep. that are so nice. Listen, I, I've, I've, I've got a lake house that I just look at every day. Yeah. That, you know, I keep looking at that thing. Like, Hanging I've on got- that board, right? Lord? Yes. Yes. Lord? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, will you give a little bit of encouragement to our friends listening who mm-hmm. I'm going to get you to talk to two crowds. Number one, will you talk to the crowd of men and women who are thinking, I might be depressed. I don't know what yeah. this is, but I've never experienced this before. This feels darker. Mm-hmm. This feels harder. I have had days where I can't get out of bed. Talk to the people who who haven't quite identified yet with, mm-hmm. with the depression word, but are having some of the experiences you talk about. What's your yes. encouragement for them? Well, it, uh, thank you for asking me to encourage because sometimes a lot of people don't want instructions or a suggestion. Sometimes mm. people just want you to listen. But if you are at that moment of darkness where you're thinking about, where you're thinking about taking your life, where you are thinking that you you just feel really hopeless and it's literally physically got you so down that you can't even get out the bed, you can't shower, you can't do the things that you used to do. I urge you to please, nothing is wrong mm. with going to go seek some help. Depression, anxiety, that, that's not who you are. It's just a part of your story, a part of your journey. So don't feel like you're going to have the label yes. um, as well. It, it, it can be what whatever you make it out to be. So I would just encourage you to just seek out some, some counseling. And I tell people to go to psychologytoday.com. Oh, and you can, um, it, it'll say find, you click the link, I believe it says find a therapist and it'll be by the state. And it also lists resources um, because a lot of people might say, well, you know, counseling is expensive. Mm. Um, there are so many amazing resources. There are also counseling apps. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about better help around here a lot. Yeah, yeah. That you can tap into. Um, listen, we are on apps for everything. If you don't get on an app for your mental health. Right. You're, you want to do Hinge, but you won't do better help? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Y'all be on Christian Mingle. <laughs> but won't go to better help. That's right. No, seriously. Um, so I, w- I would just encourage you as your friend, because mm, I'm your friend. It's yeah. a safe place to talk about it over here. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm, and I'm not telling you nothing that I did not do. And I'm not telling you anything that I still don't currently do. Yes. Um, and you mentioned Dr. Anita Phillips, who's a great follow, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, yes. who are both also give Cause sometimes I will do like you did where you read us the thing you saw online. I will go to counseling and I will say, Dr. Dr. Leaf said this, <laughs> and I think that's true about me. So a lot of times those yeah. help me uh, having therapists in my feed help me to have language for things oh I need to gosh. say about my own life. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, my, and Dr. Leaf's changed my life. We've been working for over a year with her and she's changed my wow. life. So I mean, like she her, really changes your brain. Yeah. She really believes that the just, just what we think about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just our thoughts. Yeah. What and, we meditate on. Yes. Daily. 
Mm-hmm. You're, so you're getting to work she's, with her, like for real work with her? Well, she's, you know her, she's got her neurocycle. Yeah. And so we, last year for 21 days straight, because it was, it used to be called the 21 day brain detox. Mm-hmm. So for 21 days straight, we were on Instagram live doing the brain detox. She was like, Michelle, I'll do it with you. Because I told her, I said, I want people, because I also wanted people to get to see what, what, even though she's not my therapist, but I wanted people to get to see what it's like to talk to somebody in that field. Gosh, that's so generous of you. So that people could be like, oh, it's just a conversation. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. Can we still watch those? Are those saved on your yeah. IGTV? Yep. Okay, great. They, they are saved. We'll link to that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. The other group I want you to talk to before we head out is talk to the singles. Talk. How, what's the hope you feel? What's I mean, because the th- fun thing about you and me, and the reason this was such an easy yes to this friendship for me, is I was like, nobody wonders if you or I want to get married. We're not hiding our wants. We're not keeping it away. We are mm-hmm. very open. We're open-handed yeah. to God's will, but we're open-handed yeah. with our desires too. Yeah. And so, so what's, how are you feeling hopeful right now? How, how can other people feel hopeful, mm-hmm. especially if they're mm-hmm. in that category that isn't 25 and yeah. that is getting, getting a different yeah. number of age? Well, if I'm being honest, you know, I talk about it in checking in how for years I've always been attached to a man, mm-hmm. right? And so this is like really the first year I'm wow. single. Wow. So I've been having a blast of getting to know myself. Yes. I ditched my SUV. I got a two-door coupe. Oh. <laughs> Cute. Just skating I used to around. do dumb stuff. I, I, I used to do stuff like, well, what if I get married and have kids? I'll have room. Nope. Michelle, I did the same thing. The last, not the car I have now, the car before that. I was like, well, this will be a good. And I was like, what am I doing? This isn't the car I want. <gasps> You know, because wow. when I got this current car, I said, you know what? Whoever my husband is going to be, and if he impregnates me, he's just has, he has he has to make sure that we got the vehicle that's big right. enough. <laughs> we have two choices to in this the family. family around. Two cars. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so that's, that's what I've been doing is just having a blast. Um, yeah. I was invited on a, and I want to tell the singles this too. I was invited to a trip to the Maldives. And a friend of mine said, why would Michelle want to go? Everybody's going to be there with their husbands and family. I'm going to pack my bag and I'm going. Yes. yes. I'm not going to wait for a companion. Yes. Yes. You know, to travel with. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like do those things. And I think, you know, you want to, you, I think you'll attract the better person when they see you happy out Mm -hmm. and about Mm -hmm. versus desperation. Because most of the time, if you're desperate, it's a possibility you're going to pick from a deficit. Wow. I'm working on being whole and so full mm-hmm. that that's where I want to choose from. Yes. Yes. Because what you choose from, from a whole healed and a full place, you'll be like, yeah, see, because when I wasn't, I used to choose these doozies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I needed them to complete me. I needed them to affirm me. I needed affection from them. No, you better eat that cream cheese brownie and yeah. get affection from the brownie. Listen, I'm literally ordering some now as you, we speak. You are preaching such I a good about, word. I talk about them in the book. There, yes. This girl makes, she blesses me. She's a chef. She does the best cream cheese brownies. Yeah. I really should probably make them myself. I, I am just, I cannot wait for people to read Checking In because I think you you even make a joke about it one time in your book where you're like, you may have picked this up because you think you're going to get all the goods and get all the rumors <laughs> and get all the inside scoop. And and so I yeah. here's why I hope people pick it up for that, Michelle is because you will, we jokingly around here call it sneaky Jesus, where like they don't know they're getting Jesus. So I hope, I hope 
a million people pick up this book next week because they think they're going to get inside scoop that they've been looking for. And they're actually going to get Jesus and rescue yeah. and healing. Cause you offer Come all on. of that. You, it's just a Come beautiful, on. it's, it's a, beautiful a part thing. of, it's a part of who I am. I'm, I'm more confident in who Jesus is making me to be. So Friend, that's, yeah. yeah, that's incredible. I yes. hope this is not the last time we hang out. It is not going to be the okay. last time we hang out. We're going to go eat. We're going to go eat. We're going to go to the lake. <laughs> we got, you're right. We actually have two plans already on the books. <laughs> oh, um, yes, yes. Is there anything we didn't say? That, is there anything we didn't say you want to make sure we include? We talked about so much. I, this has to be in my top three. Uh, the You're most so fun laughter of so uh, fun. but still full of still full of some amazing gems. Well, you we you are you are very generous with your words, both here with us and in checking in. So I'm really grateful. Yes, thank you. Um, the last question we always ask because the show is called "That Sounds Fun." Tell me what sounds fun to you. What sounds fun to me? Cream cheese brownies. <laughs> Watching Judge Judy obliterate people oh. on national TV. <laughs> Judge she's Judy? Amazing. That's your show of choice? You listed some good shows in this book. Oh, she's on right now as we speak. I got to go. She's a- <laughs> You're like, Annie, I gave you till 2 o'clock, and then it is time for or 3 o'clock. Listen, it's time for Judge Judy. She comes on at 3 o'clock every day here in Atlanta. I, I literally do adjust my schedule accordingly. No, it's just kind of serious. I was going to say plan, <laughs> but I'm kind of serious. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, theme parks. I can't yes. wait. I I, turkey legs. Yeah. Oh. You know, and, and what else sounds fun too is just hearing the, the hearing the true stories of healing and impact that we make. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be, sister, I'm telling you, it's going to be so fast after this books to the world that your DMs or your email, wherever people can get to you, are going to be flooded yeah. with those stories. Yeah. Th- this is the last, yeah. I mean, we're, we're recording this a little bit out, but these are the last yeah. days that you will not know how much this book matters. And then from now on, you're going to know. And Hallelujah. so, and so I almost, I almost am excited for you. It's like the crest of the roller coaster. You're right yeah. there before the right Lord just there. drops you into blessings of what this book is going to do to yes. people. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, thank you for doing I'm this show today. It. I'm so grateful. Thank y'all so much. And I'll see you again soon. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you guys, don't you love her? Oh, I think she's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I mean, again, we knew we loved her. We've always loved her, whether it's from Broadway or from her own solo albums or from Masked Singer or from being a Destiny's Child. But, man, next level. She's next level. So be sure to grab a copy of Michelle's new book called Checking In. Remember, it comes out next week, so you can go ahead and pre-order it right now and go follow her so you can thank her for being on the show today. Tell her how much this, like, honest conversation meant to you. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. Have a great week and we'll see you back here on Thursday with the former governor of Tennessee and all around outstanding man, Governor Bill Haslam. See you guys then.